Hello and welcome. My name is Megan Lucky and this is A Lucky Life. Come along with me as I try and get to know myself better and hopefully help you get to know yourself better too. Okay, so I'm in a rush because I waited to the last second because I was really busy this week and I have to leave for the airport in less than an hour. So I'm going to do a get ready to get on a plane with me podcast. Oh dear, that looks terrible. I just got a haircut. I love leaving my hair to the last second before I wash it after getting it cut because they do it so nice and I don't want to do it myself because I know it won't look as good. This is day three, so I'm gonna have to wash it probably tonight, but I'm getting as much use out of their blow dry as possible because it's a pretty penny, okay? It's a pretty penny, so it's a little greasy, but it could be worse. Okay, let's pull a tarot card and then I'll start doing my makeup. So I feel a little bit raw and naked because normally I have my makeup done for most of these podcasts. All right, this is the one that wants to come out. Worth. You're being asked to honor your worth. It can be so easy to feel that we aren't good enough or worthy of happiness. This simply isn't the case. However, you are worthy and you have inherent value. It's time to cherish yourself and see your true worth. I really did need to hear that today. And I'll tell you why. I had a little audition this morning for teaching yoga at a studio. And I've taught yoga, like I've taught classes here and there, but because I went to Europe, I didn't wanna get a job and then leave for three months or two months or whatever, and then come back. Like I wanted to just fully focus on myself in Europe and like get a yoga job when I got back. Well, it's now and I've been really nervous to do it and go after it, but I finally put myself out there and I fucking hate auditions. I hate auditions. I get so nervous and I showed up today. I did my audition. It wasn't perfect. And I taught a corporate class yesterday for my friend and it went good, but it wasn't perfect. And I know it will never be perfect. Okay. And we can't, I I talk about this all the time. We can't let perfect be the enemy of the good. And the other thing is that I fail to realize sometimes not only is perfect impossible. If you are always waiting for perfect, you're never going to get started. You're never going to make the mistakes that you need to make to learn. You have to start somewhere. You have to rip the bandaid off. If you're trying something new or you're doing something scary, you got to start somewhere. It's okay to look at your performance or efforts as there being room for improvement without associating it to you not being worthy and that's where I have always struggled so this morning I had my audition she asked me afterwards she was like are you okay with like receiving feedback and I was like oh my god yes please like I want feedback I want to be good I want to improve and I've come a long way I used to not be nearly as good at like I would pretend to take it so well and be like thank you and then go home and cry my eyes out I'm definitely not at that point anymore however there's still a little piece of me that is like you're never gonna be good at this you don't deserve to be here and why bother trying so that's the enemy that isn't good you're never gonna get what you want out of life if you don't try if you don't put yourself out there to at least see to get what you want you need to at least start then you need to be consistent and practice paired with the way you think about it and your manifestations you can manifest if you're putting the time and effort towards the things 
that you want and looking for opportunities to get there. It's all about perception. Yeah, so today I felt the nerves, but I pushed through them and was honest about having those nerves. And I was like, I definitely like want to be more confident. Like that's something that I've been working on. Like I want to have my voice and like be confident because I know I can be really good at this. I'm decent right now, but I know I can be even better. And like for someone to take a chance on you and for someone to believe in you, that is so powerful. It's so powerful. It was my sister's birthday yesterday and I was writing her card and like my sister has been there to encourage and support me like nobody else my whole life, especially recently, especially when I've been taking these really scary risks and putting myself out there in ways that I never have before. She has been amazing. And I got emotional writing the card yesterday because I was like, you have no idea how much it is meant to me. And sometimes it comes in the forms of just like little words and little pushes and feedback in a kind and empathetic way. Like that's such a skill, being able to give feedback compassionately and empathetically. You're also like making such an impact on people's lives. Balancing those two things of like believing, showing somebody that you believe in them and giving them honest, kind feedback is one of the best things you can do for someone if they ask for it. Unsolicited feedback is usually never a good thing, but I was, I really welcoming of the feedback I got for my yoga audition this morning. Like I did feel nervous, but she basically told me, and this, when I was getting certified in teacher training, this was similar feedback to what I had got. And she said, you know, I use ING verbs sometimes when I'm teaching and like, I also say we are going to. That's always been my crutch with yoga teaching. It's like when I get nervous or maybe I forget what I'm gonna say, I always like lean on. So now we are going to lift our arms instead of lift your arms and like be precise with your cueing. And so that's something I'm working on. I also am working on moving around the class when I'm teaching instead of demoing everything and staying on my mat. Like I need to walk. And I, this is so funny. Cause like before we finished my teacher training, like I really got like very similar feedback, but it's been however many months since I finished it. And that's why I feel like I've been so scared to like put myself back out there and audition because I feel like scared that I'm not going to remember everything right and I haven't been practicing enough and I haven't been actually teaching so I was really worried but again I'm never going to do it and I'm never going to be any good unless I start scared and put myself out there and practice so that I can get better so not leaving there thinking oh my god I suck because she had to give me feedback and I am unworthy of being a yoga teacher at her studio. No, I am gonna work and take that feedback and apply it and practice and give myself compassion when I'm working on these things and when I'm trying. And she also said something that really resonated with me when I had said, I wanted to be more confident. She was like, we're all, we all have those insecurities. We're all human. It's kind of part of the experience. So 
kind of showing that and embracing that and showing that you're scared and nervous but you're still showing up now we're talking like maybe that's your superpower and I was like oh my god if only she knew what I talked about my entire podcast like that's literally what I say and even like I do still feel that way and I was like maybe that's not coming through but like that's how I want to be like I want to show people like we all we're not alone we all get nervous we all get scared sometimes but that doesn't make us unworthy it makes us human and we should still do that we should still continue to show up for ourselves and put ourselves out there because then we're never going to get anything done if we don't even though sometimes we embarrass ourselves and sometimes we don't make it maybe you need some time to recover but giving yourself compassion giving yourself space and time to know how you really feel about something is also important that is my superpower and it's your superpower too, maybe. I definitely think being vulnerable is a skill and it's hard. It's scary to put yourself out there. That's why I'm so grateful for my sister and the people in my life that believed in me when I needed it the most. Think about someone who believes in you and think about the impact that that has had on you. When you were about to give something up or feeling like shit about something that you produced or did, who has been there for you? Send them a thank you out of the blue. Make them feel appreciated. And you will feel good about that too. So that you can be that supporter to yourself one day if you're not already. And there was another thing this week, like another opportunity I was really excited about that they're paying me for. And I'm like, again, like they have to give me, it's like your boss, like your boss has to give you feedback for you to do a good job. So it's like reframing any feedback you get to a time where you don't even realize, like this is what my therapist said, like I'm working on an influencer post for a brand and they had to give me feedback, like, you know, like send them rough draft, you have to get it approved. Like, and I'm like, ugh, again, I'm starting to feel like, okay, am I not worthy? Like, is this something that I'm not capable of? Or reframing that mindset until, okay, this is something new for me. And like, when is a time where I'm like, I don't associate feedback with worthiness? When do you have to get feedback? When you're working for someone, when you're an actor and you get feedback on how to do the role right? Like, that's essentially what I'm doing. So like, you need feedback and it doesn't mean you suck. It doesn't mean you're not worthy or you shouldn't keep going. And another thing, it's like being authentic and doing what's aligned with you isn't always gonna be easy. It will feel better, especially when you work through and push through the speed bumps, but it's not gonna be easy. It's still gonna take you down. Again, I've said this in podcasts past, but who you are is what you're willing to struggle for. So there's gonna be struggles no matter what. You just have to push through them and know yourself well enough to not associate it with your worth. And like my therapist said this to me, what she was like, if I was starting something new, if I was, it was my first day as a therapist and I was like so scared I shouldn't do it, what would you tell me? And obviously I was like, oh my God, well, I would say, no, you got this. like you're made for this, you experience, you're skilled, you've prepared, and you've got this, essentially. Like, that's what I would say to a friend. And she was like, okay, well, what if I wasn't skilled and experienced? And I was like, I would still say, 
how are you going to learn and how are you going to get good if you never start? You need to start somewhere. And your heart is in the right place and you're going to be great. And you are made for this. And you're going to make mistakes and that's okay. You'll adapt and you'll get even better and you're going to become the best therapist. But you need to start somewhere. Why can't we give ourselves that advice? It's so crazy to me. I really, like, it puts it in such a different perspective because I was like, no, you're right. Like, that's exactly where I'm at right now, you know? I'm at that same point where it's like, I don't feel all that experienced because I haven't taught at a studio before. What would I tell my f a friend? And what am I telling myself? Here I am thinking like, okay, I'm not worthy because I got... And I, I didn't fully think that, okay? Like, I have come a long way and I know that I am worthy and I can do this. But there's still a little, that little feeling, like the nerves, I basically manifested not being great because I, A, hadn't practiced enough, and B, I was feeling that sense of unworthiness instead of just embracing like, look, I know this might not be perfect, but I am, I gotta start somewhere and I'm really like dedicated and gonna work at it and wanna be great, so just start somewhere <laughs> so another audition I had when I wanted to be an actress or sort of like I, I did this completely on my own in middle school because I just I don't know I wanted to and I had, I had no friends that were doing it but I was like I wanted to try out for one of the school plays so I just showed up I saw it like listed on a bulletin board and I just showed up and I didn't realize that there were lines that you had to have memorized. Like I never got the memo. So I was waiting in line and I had just gotten the sheet of paper with the lines on it while I was waiting in line to go audition. And I was like, fuck, like I obviously don't have these memorized. And I was trying to like cram memorize it in that moment and I, fucked up so bad I got on stage it was basically just you are on stage by yourself and in the middle of the seats are some teachers the judges and I was like Shh. I tried and it was so embarrassing and awful I just felt again why would I ever put myself through that why did I go out and try that when it was just an abomination it was it rubbed me so the wrong way I never even thought or looked at acting ever again I also thought and feel that I'm not good at hiding and masking my feelings and a lot of the time I'm too honest for my own good and I thought that that correlated with being a bad actress so sometimes people will ask me like oh like why don't you try acting and like, I realized this recently, like I have an autopilot response where I'm like, oh, like I'm not good at lying. And first of all, that's insulting to people who act. It's not lying. You're playing a character. It's a, it's a job. And secondly, um, that's not true. You put on a mask every day at work, honey. Like you're, you're lying to yourself. You put on a mask for, for the people that you don't like, you know, that you're just trying to get by with. That's also something I have limiting beliefs around. Interacting with people who you don't feel safe being your authentic self around, but you can't cut them out of your life for whatever reason. Like maybe you're, they're your 
teacher, I don't know, that's a bad example, or they're a family member, or they're a friend in a friend group that you're not willing to jeopardize. Like, sometimes I feel fake when I'm, like, maintaining, like, a relationship with somebody that I don't really like or that I don't agree with and feeling maybe like maybe it's your in-laws maybe it's like I don't know somebody that you have to tolerate for whatever reason or you choose to tolerate for whatever reason you're not fake by being nice to them I have that problem sometimes but I think the best thing to do is choose wise times to say wise things empathetically like when they say something fucked up basically say it back to them and make them realize what they said in a nice way not like in a spiteful like you're fucked up kind of way but in a way where you're like do you hear yourself Mm -hmm. you know when you make a conscious decision like okay like I like I want to keep this person in my life for whatever reason at an arm's length distance and you feel inauthentic around them just know how to regulate yourself if they trigger you or whatever it is and know your boundaries and your limits with them but you're not fake just because there are some people that are in your life that you don't trust just continue to follow your instincts like if you don't feel totally safe around them know how to navigate it better and learn a little bit better each time what you are capable of being around and what you're not you know okay i'm feeling like my makeup is not looking that good but it is what it is so i gotta get going i gotta get moving but going back to like being scared and showing up anyway and putting yourself out there like i do that every week for this podcast I show up even though I look back at them and I'm like wow that was horrible or I will be editing it and like seeing every mistake and sometimes they get better sometimes they get worse sometimes I feel really good about it sometimes I don't like it it is what it is and I would never get better or know I would feel regretful if I never even tried and do you want to grow up do you know how many people grow up and their biggest regret is not living for themselves and living for other people and staying in their pretty little box that other people put them in I don't want to be one of those people I want to live for myself and I want to continue to try even if I'm scared and to push even when I don't feel like it or even when I'm super discouraged and feeling doubt it's gonna happen but how do I get better at that Putting myself in those situations that can be scary, that feel new and unknown to me. So, I hope you guys try something new this week that you've been wanting to try. And I hope you do okay at it. And if you don't, you'll get better if you try again and you keep at it. And then there are some times where it's not going to get better. You know what I mean? Like sometimes something just isn't for you, but you won't know until you try and you won't know until you give it a real shot and you feel like you gave it a real shot. You know what I mean? You just got to listen to yourself. But I love you guys. I'm proud of you guys. I'll keep you updated on how it goes. I have homework for next week to work on and to practice 
so that I can hopefully start subbing or being a part of the studio in some small way. But I'm going to start practicing and incorporating that feedback and I'm gonna work at it because I want this. And I'm not unworthy, I'm just new, I'm fresh, I'm fresh blood. So I'm gonna keep at it and love you guys. I can't wait to update you on how it's going next time. Bye. Hello and welcome. My name is Megan Lucky and this is A Lucky Life. Come along with me as I try and get to know myself better and hopefully help you get to know yourself better too.